All right, it's not my weekend podcast with your boy Jerry G. What is up, everybody? Dog, I'm back. I'm back. It is Tuesday, December 6th, full early morning. No, well, not that early. It's already 10 o'clock. Just saw uh, Spain getting spanked out of the World Cup, full penalty kicks, dog. And uh, yeah, fool. It's a. Uh, I, I had that's. I had Spain to win it all, fool. In my bracket, I made a bracket with uh, Nikki G, my youngest son. He's uh, all of a sudden. All of a sudden, he's an expert. All of a sudden, uh, so he's all into it. He's all into the World Cup. He's watching and paying attention and trying to, you know, fi- figure out, you know, who who the best teams are. He la chingada. It's pretty cute. It's pretty cute. Um, so I made a. I saw him all into it. So I, I I printed out a couple brackets for the Sweet Sixteen, and so we all, we both made a bracket, filled it out, did our projections, our expert analysis, and uh, I had Spain winning it all, fool. And I'm out. That's it. You know. I mean, shit, dog. They're out. Um, he I think. Pick Portugal. I don't have the brackets in front of me. I think he left it at his mom's house. I'm just looking from before I started the podcast here, but I can't find it. So from what I remember, I think he took Portugal. He has like a little man crush on Finche Reynaldo and stuff. And uh he swears he's the best player in the world. And uh so he I think he took Portugal. I'm pretty sure. Either Portugal like to make the finals or lose in the finals. Something like that. Um but yeah, bro. Um it's, yeah, it looks like he's going to beat me in overall points if his projections go pretty well from here on now. Um, we got all the, we got all, you know, we picked Brazil and all the fucking favorites, Croatia and all that from the first round. But yeah, I look, I look at the bracket. I'll see, I'll see if I could post it at least on my story and, and make some comparisons because all of a sudden, right? Everybody's an expert, doc. Even seven year olds, fool. Uh, but yeah, it's been fun that watching the World Cup. So I'm I'm recording this actually in between the next until the next game starts, which I believe is Portugal the next game. Um, so yeah, it should be fun. Other than that, dog, I'm back, back to 100, back to 100. You know, survived the uh, the COVID nineteen once again. I'm a three time survivor now. Huh? Huh? Thank you, prayer warriors out there. <laughs> And uh, yeah, for I was like I said, I was pretty bad. So yeah, so last time I recorded was what last week, last Monday, when I told you guys I had just tested positive that Monday morning. Uh, and so as a day, I recorded and I was feeling it. I don't know if you guys could tell. I, I was hearing the podcast and there was a a couple frogs in my throat as the episode went on. And uh, yeah, sure enough, fool, I, I was feeling warm. I remember when I was recording, a little sweaty, and. Uh, Sure enough, dog, as the day went on that Monday, I just started getting worser and worser, fool. And by that Monday night, I was dead on arrival, compa. And yeah, I was feeling like shit. I had the shakes, fool. It was just bad, fool. And that Monday night, that Tuesday night, that Tuesday was horrible. That Wednesday was bad. Not until like Thursday morning, I started feeling a little bit better. You know, I was taking the XL3 Paisa pills, the cold medicine, some Theraflu at night, uh, just in bed a lot, fool, knocked out, watching the World Cup games, fool, taking my naps. 
Uh, it was a mess, fool. Like, I didn't shower for, like, three days, dog. Uh, it was bad, fool. Like, I, no podía, güey. Tenía calentura, güey. And I just, I was just in my sweats and my hoodie and just in bed all fucking day. Dead, fool. Bad, dog. Si, si me pegó fuerte, güey. Uh, after I let you guys go um, that Monday, and it just kept getting worse, fool. So, uh, but finally around Thursday, yeah, Thursday I snapped out of it. I was back on my feet, took a shower, I was back at it, dog. And, you know, the rest of the weekend was pretty fine. Um, and uh, it was cool, man. Uh, uh, did I have shows? I think I did, right? I think I had a Friday show, no me acuerdo. But I did have Sunday show. At I was at the uh, Laugh Factory on Sunday, uh, chocolate Sundays, fool. That's always a fun show, bro. And I like every time I do it, I like to bring it up because I always had such a blast. It's in Hollywood. For those of you guys who don't know, it's in Hollywood Laugh Factory and Chocolate Sundays. Yeah, it's Morenito Night. Yeah, and they still call it Chocolate Sundays, fool. They kept the name. I always trip out on that. Uh, I, I always like to, I go. I like to go on stage and be like, it feels like a Baptist church after party up in this bitch. <laughs> like after hours of the church service. Uh, it's just, it's, it's just the energy in that place. I'll tell you something, man. It's like one of the best, if you ever get a chance to go to a chocolate Sundays show, do yourself a favor and do it, dog. Um, they only book the best comics, only like four comedians, each doing 15, 20 minutes. The host is Ron G, funny ass fool, hilarious ass fool, great crowd work. Um, and then there are huge stars always show up. You know, not, this Sunday, no, you're going to nobody, but uh, I mean, I've, I've, we've had like Kevin Hart show up, Mike Epps show up, fool, fucking, um, I haven't seen Chappelle there, but I've, he's popped in, uh, a bunch of uh, Morenito, you know, big names show up and pop in, um, and uh, I'm one of the few Latinos, ay, 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 I'm literally one of the few, I think, like, there's only like three or four Latinos they throw in a rotation, um, to change it up a little bit, but it's always like a black, full black lineup with like one non-black comic, uh, usually a white guy, an Asian guy or Latino. And they, the, 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 the booker of that show, you know, uh, her name is Lani. She's great. She's been doing it forever. And she says, yeah, man, you're my favorite Latino comic. Like you're like the, the my favorite, like I love having you on this show. Uh, there's not many Latinos I book. I only book like three, four Latinos, and you're one of them, dude. And um, it's so it's like a privilege, dog. It's pretty dope. It's a cool. Uh, and there's like a huge waiting list. Like it's one of the hardest shows to get on. Like a bunch of like comics hang out, and they're like, "Oh yeah, my spot's coming up in April. My spot's coming up in June, like of 2023, dog. Like fuck, like yeah, man. And they're only allowed to like do it like every six months, like. And these are named comics, like professional comedians, dog. Um, I was talking to some of the guys there, like, these are guys who, like, work the road and are, you know, have fucking real, like, vet veterans. And they're like, oh, yeah, I just did it in October, fool. I don't get to do it again until April and shit. I'm just like, fuck. Uh, and I get to do it, like, three times a year. About every four months or so, they hit me up, for which is pretty, like I said, it's freaking dope. I don't even like to, like, flex that on them because I feel because me van a that. When I tell them, like, oh, I was just here, like, in fucking August, fool. Like, I'm, you know, in September, dog, I'm back again, kind of shit. Um, but again, it's just an honor. Like, it feels cool, dog. And not only that, like, I 
No es por nada, güey. I always have a great time on stage, fool. And uh, maybe it's the energy that I feed off there. I mean, the place is... I mean, you ever been to the Hollywood Laugh Factory, dog? Um, it's uh, it's not the biggest place, uh, but it's deceivingly, you know, big with uh, attendance numbers, right? It holds around 200, 250. And for Chocolate Sundays, man, it's like they slam it out, bro. I mean, it's like shoulder to shoulder, like upstairs, downstairs. Like, like you can't fit anywhere. Like, you can't even hang out, fool. Like, you can't even stand anywhere you know like you have there's nowhere to to watch or stand or watch the show because it's so slam packed you know the hallway the upstairs everywhere is slammed full and uh and you go up there and i'm just like fuck dude it's like they they laugh and they have a great time they'll tell you if it's funny they'll fucking tell you if it's not funny it's like performing at the apollo fools like and uh I just go out there and just, I hit them hard, fool. Like, I just go hard, fool, you know, talking shit about the kids and talking shit about all that stuff, dude. And they love it, dog. And it's just, I, I know, I, I always leave there feeling, like, really good about, like, where I'm at, you know. Definitely a, a big confidence booster every time I do the Chocolate Sunday show. Then they do it it's Sundays, obviously, and. They do two shows, 7 o'clock and 9 o'clock on Sundays. Every Sunday, two shows, and both of them slam-packed, fool. Y llegan muchos, like, celebrities, too, on the, uh, on the audience, fool. Like, the, I've seen a bunch of, I forget the names right now, fool. But a bunch of celebrities, like, show up. And, uh, like, that one, uh, Lawrence Tate, you know, Lawrence Tate, uh, the fool from uh, Don't Be a Menace, right? Uh, old Dog, that fool, and... BJ Cuba Gooding Jr. way and um, like singers and hip hop fools that I don't even know, little this and little that. Yeah, I don't even know these fools, dog. But they're there and it's, it's just a cool little fucking dope ass show, man. Um, so yeah, that was fucking dope. I, I'm bringing it up because like if you ever get a chance to go, that's a show I definitely recommend with or without me being there, fool. It's just really good. Like it, it just, and he's. I run into like Morenito comics who I've never heard of or seen. Like, you know, they're like from Atlanta or like Chicago and New York, y que la chingada, and they're in town just for this show. And these are fools I've never met or some of them never, I've never seen or heard of. And they just go up there. He's just fucking kill it, fool. Like, man, bro, like, I just, you just hear the laughs like loud and just like, holy shit, I gotta follow that. Like, I gotta go up there and like, I'm next, y que la chingada. And, and these fools just go up there and just start fucking boom, 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 fucking eruptions of laughter and killing them. And I'm just like, and I give vengo yo pinche, all pinche brown and shit. What's up, everybody? If you're wondering, I'm not the valet. I'm actually here. Like, I don't know. I always start with something, dog. And uh, right away, I just try and win them over. You know, not try too hard. Just be yourself. Uh and, uh, you know, ease them in, you know, do, do a little icebreaker a little bit about a little happy to be here and this and that. And and then, boom, and just get them with the material. And I'm on those chingarle, way. 15 minutes of fire, dog. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's dope. And then yesterday, Monday, was Latino night. Now, Latino night is, uh, is not as, you know, it's not like Chocolate Sunday, so... But it's uh, it's also a cool show, dog. It's just that you know, being Monday, está cabrón, right? Está cabrón for Latinos to come out, 
on a Monday night anywhere, right? Especially Hollywood, fool. You got to understand, Hollywood's super expensive, dog, everywhere. Like, parking is, just to park is 20 bucks. Just to park. Then to go into the show, it's another 25 bucks a person. Then the drinks are at least 10 bucks each. I mean, it's expensive. Well, I get it. I don't even know how people do it uh, sometimes, man. Especially Latinos on a Monday night. And I know we got money. I know we got jobs and shit. But we also got other shit going on, fool, you know? Um, so I don't know how Morenitos do it on Sundays. I'm just like, man, motherfuckers on a Sunday? All these Morenitos, where all these Morenitos come from, fool? Like to Hollywood. That's crazy. But they come. And that's what I started with on Monday. Yesterday, Monday, I was like, look at those Latinos here in Hollywood, California. They said Latinos couldn't pack out the Laugh Rectory on the Monday nights. And they were right. They were right. Plenty of seats available. <laughs> and uh, and we take it from there. Nah, yesterday was like 50% capacity. It's not bad. About 100, 150 people. Uh, but compared to Sunday, what I saw the night before, I was like, oh, damn, fool. And, and it's, I'm not knocking anything. I'm not knocking anybody. Like I said, um, Latino night on a Monday night is difficult, fool. It's very difficult to pull off in Hollywood, fool. So it's not even about Latinos don't support each other. It's not about that. It's, it's just not about that. It's an off night. It's a weak night. It's a weak night. Just to get to Hollywood on a Monday through traffic, fool. Yeah, for the people that who showed up last night, hell yeah, man. Much love, much love for sure. Um Yeah, so right now just betting betting back in the back back at it, back at it. Still working on this new material, which is going pretty good. My goal is obviously I said that for twenty twenty two is like my goal for twenty twenty two is to have a whole new hour. Well, I got about fifteen, twenty minutes, <laughs> I got about fifteen, twenty minutes. Uh brand new shit, but you know, we're building from there. I'm building from there. And I think I've told you guys before, a lot of it has to do with, like, my, my with with me. Yo, yo, like, me pongo a pensar, like, where do I want to go from here? What do I want to talk about? And I have a bunch of, like, random ideas, you know, about, like, going to the grocery store, about fucking um, anything, you know, anything. And some of, it, some of it is, like, I write the joke, I'll even do it on stage, and I'm just like, mm, it's not me, dog. I want to. I, I want it to be more me. I want it to be more organic, and cause I do have a lot of just like random thoughts sometimes, right? Like, maybe working on your car, or being chicken traffic, the weather, get shit on see on TV, and this and that. And sometimes I go with it, like, oh, I get on it right now, you know? Like I have this joke right now. That I've been fucking with it like for like six months, fool. And it's like, it's borderline dad joke where like I'm like, hmm, I don't know, dude. Like, it's literally a joke about me buying a cabbage. <laughs> I went to the grocery store and I accidentally bought cabbage instead of lettuce, right? So I'm trying to make this whole bit about. How cabbage doesn't get any respect, fool. Like, nobody gives a shit about cabbage, fool. Like, lettuce, on the other hand, people love lettuce. Like, lettuce gets invited everywhere, dog. Like, it gets invited to barbecues, to parties, you know, to picnics. Nobody ever invites the cabbage to these places, dog, right? And once you have a cabbage, you have to shred it. Like, it's body shame, bro. And, uh, 
Yeah, so like I'm trying to figure out, like, and I'm writing and I'm having a good time with it. I'm making myself laugh. That's key for me, dog. I have to make myself laugh. If I make myself laugh, full, I'm on the right page here. But sometimes, like, it starts to go nowhere. Like, where am I going to end this? Like, where does this shit go? Like, why? And where would I put it in my set? You know, like, things like that come up. And then I'm not too confident. Like, I'm not going to do a cabbage joke. In chocolate Sundays, fool. Like on a chocolate Sundays, these motherfucking morenitos, you know, they down now, fool. I don't think they're gonna vibe with that. Maybe not even Latinos either. Latinos are gonna be like, man, get the fuck out of here, come check cabbage, way. Talk about some real. Like I'm like, oh god. But for me, I think it's just a clever, you know, uh, thought. You know, just like observation that goes nowhere. <laughs> like, like basically leads nowhere. Uh, but I still have fun writing. I have write, fun writing the bit. And then I think like, oh, maybe I could give this off to somebody. Maybe I could write this for somebody else. Or, But then I'm like, oh, that's my baby, dog. I made this. I made this possible. Uh, but it's a thing. Like comics will write for each other or give each other a, a bit that's not working for them. Maybe it can work for you. That's a thing. And that's something I've thought about. Like maybe if I see somebody who maybe this, they can take this bit and turn it into something even better, greater. Maybe I, like I'm down with that. Uh, but yeah, that that's where I'm at right now. Writing cabbage material, <laughs> Like I'm like, come on, dog. How, well, I'm never gonna get to my hour like this, fool. But those are like the thoughts that I start getting to my head, fool. Right. Um. So yeah, and I try. I, I think about, it, and then I go, like, let's just keep it simple. Get back to the basics. I'm really like right now my new bits, my new jokes, my new set is about my kids being older now, right? Being teenagers. Uh so in fact my son's turning 15 next week already, fool. Like hasta grandes way. So right now I'm talking about them being 14 and 13 and la chingada and you know the hormones, the puberty and this and that, but Again, a lot of this stuff has been talked about a lot by many comedians already, obviously, right? So I need to be careful about not stepping on other shit that's been done already. So that's where I'm kind of like, okay, so I just try and focus on my kids, on my experience, on what I'm fucking living through right now. And some of it is funny, some of it is not. Some of it, so, so now I have to make things funny, like kind of force things a little bit. Um. That's where I catch myself. So I don't want to just talk about the shit that everyone's talked about already. But what I'm trying to tell you, like, I don't want to talk about, oh, I caught my kids drinking knob. Oh, my kids are, you know, this. And like, I don't want to talk about, oh, your room is so sticky. We can put a black light in here and they're taking long showers now. And this and like, come on, that's been like overkill, bro. Like that's been done a million times, fool. So I don't want to talk about that, fool. And honestly, that's not what I'm experiencing. Like, I haven't caught my kids jerking out, fool. I haven't done, I haven't, dog. So, I know they do. I know they have. I, I don't know where. They're doing a pretty good job of hiding it, dog. But I haven't. So, like, I'm not going to go there, fool. And I don't want to go there. So, right now I'm talking about shit that I've experienced with them. Like, you know, one of them just went through a breakup. You know, his girlfriend broke up with him, broke his heart, fool. And even though it was a very, like, Sad times to be honest with you between you and I guys here. You know, my son was really crushed, and he just didn't want to eat for a few days. And he really liked this girl. And this chick just, you know, they don't kind of wrong, fool, to be honest with you, fool. She started talking to another kid. Meeting she met another kid. 
that she started liking. Fuck, you know, throwing my kid to the curb. And it was sad, fool, but so now I'm trying to turn that into a bit, you know. So now I'm working on bit, which I've been doing. I've been, I did it on stage last night and the night before, and it's a bit that I'm trying to work on. Uh, turning that into something, right? So, so I'm just trying to, like, turn real life experiences, which most of my material is. Most of my life, my, most of my material is real life shit that, of course, I exaggerate and make even, you know, exagero to make it funny. Uh, so, yeah, things like that, fool. Um, and then the other things that they're both playing basketball right now and, you know, the teams are, the teams, the team sucks. <laughs> so I'm trying to make fun of that. And I'm about wasting my time at these games, being forced to go to these games where I know they're not going to win. And they have the audacity to ask me to bring snacks or water. I'm like, for what? For what? (laughs) No, and then they got them selling chocolates right now to raise money. And I'm like, you guys are, there's already like five fat ass kids on your team, fool. Like the last thing you guys should be carrying around are more fucking sugar. And... So the the the, boat, the bit I'm trying to write is that now they're eating all the chocolate. So now we, the whole team's out for pre because of pre diabetics, and they're getting, you know like I, I don't know whatever. Anyways, all right, I'm brainstorming here too much. Um, but yeah, fool. Uh, yeah, I appreciate you, motherfuckers. Listen, I got some shout outs. I think fool. Let me see if I got some shout outs here. A ver, a ver, a ver, a ver. Uh, let me see here. I know people have been hitting me up. Okay, I'm one of the top played. One of the top played Spotify. I don't even know. I don't even believe Spotify, to be honest with you, dog. It's like, how's it? Like, I've seen a bunch of people sharing their top Spotify listens or whatever the fuck. Or it, it says, like, your your podcast is one of the top 10%. I've seen, like, other people put that, too. And I'm like, wait, how can we all be in the top 10%? Like, get the fuck out of here, fool. But... Something tells me that my shit is pretty legit. I do get a lot of people hitting me up, and I appreciate you motherfuckers. I, uh, let me see here. Uh, here's one guy. Steve, the photographer, uh, he posted up that I'm one of his top pay, top listen to podcasts. I'm number three. And he's like, it would be higher if you had two podcasts a week. But for real, every week I listen to you, to you talk shit, bro. It's inspiring. If I meet you, fool, I'm going to tell you how it's changed my life. Ay, ay, ay. That's got to be a private conversation, though. Private? Oh, that's pretty gay, dog. <laughs> uh, now, nah, yeah, I appreciate you, compa. Uh, yeah, that's why I like to rant and vent about, especially the fucking kids and life, the shit that I go through here. Because I know a lot of you fools go through the same shit. Um, as far as uh, two podcasts a week, let me tell you, dog, breaking news here, fool. Breaking news, dog. Uh for 2023, we are planning to drop a second episode during the week, most likely on a Friday, uh, but it's going to be a rerun, like a repeat of an old episode of mine, all right? And maybe not the entire episode, just like 20, 30 minutes of it. Uh, it um, I'm, we're, me and my producer, shout outs to Ruben Urea, who've been kind of brainstorming about the podcast and uh you know we do want to put more content out but i don't want to commit to two episodes a week i'm not i'm not i can't i i, I really can't so uh we thought about hey, let's just let's just drop an old episode on friday call it flashback friday or something uh for those of you who listen to bill burr like look listen guys i'm gonna be honest man i listen to bill burr bill burr's like my favorite podcast for and I vibe that I vibe with him for like I get I love what he's doing I love what he does 
that's why I don't have guests. Like he don't have guests. I don't have guests, and because I I like that. I like I like that side of it. Um, and so what he does, he drops his shit every Monday. It's called a Monday morning podcast, and he drops it Monday. And I motherfuckers ten times more fucking not only famous but busier than me. And he still drops a podcast every money. But then again, he's also making a lot of fucking money off his podcast. So I would too, fool. I'm not, dog. I'm making cents to his fucking dollars. Uh, but anyways, he drops a podcast every Monday. And then he does a Thursday podcast where he does come on again himself, yes, for like 10, 15 minutes. And then, the, and then he'll drop a, a rerun for the second half of that Thursday episode. So he'll come in and say, what's up, everybody? How you doing? Just checking in with you guys. And this and that, he'll go into a few rants and stories and stuff like that and then cuts himself off and drops a fucking old episode. Now, he's been doing his podcast for like almost 10 years, which is another pretty dope shit. He's been doing podcasts like since before podcasts were cool, dog. So he has podcasts from like 2010, 2011, 2012, and I'm like, fuck, that's dope. Um... So, I mean, he's an OG, bro, and OG. Uh, I've never met Bill Burr. Never met Bill Burr. I hear good things about him. Uh, a little reserved, a little quiet, a little to himself, of course. Uh, but he's one guy I've always wanted to meet and, of course, work with, pick his brain a little. I know his openers, like Dean Del Rey and stuff. That's a homie, a good friend of mine. Uh, we came up together at the HaHa, and now he he uh, opens from and features from around the world, and... But I'm not gonna go to Dean and be like, "Hey, man, introduce me, Doc." It's not like that, fool. It's gonna if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't, fool. Um, but I, I look up to that guy, Bill Burr, Doc. Bill Burr. I I love his train of thought. I love like he he thinks like uh, he's old head, and I appreciate that because what I appreciate about him is he sticks to him. He sticks to who he is, and he's also at the same time growing as a person. Right now, he's a father of two kids and stuff like that, which he wasn't. He's a, he's a late bloomer, dog. He's like in his 50s and just started having kids, like in his late 40s. So he's a late bloomer, like all that shit, dog. I'm just, I know I'm, you know, sucking a lot of right now, but he's, he's a real one, is what I'm trying to tell you. And he's somebody I look up to. He's somebody I, you know, people always say, Who, who's your favorite comedian? What Latino comic? Of course, Latino comics have inspired me. To do what I do, the George Lopez and the Paul Rodriguez and all these guys who have inspired me and I see them and I'm like, yes, I want that. I want to, that's what I want to strive for. But I also could pick other people like, oh shit, I see Bill Burr, you know, I've, you know, all these other comedians that I like, okay, that folk, I like that guy, that guy, his style. Oh, I like what he talks about. I, that's what I want to do. As he is, a cosa way. I agree with his, you know. And that's what Bill Burr is to me, a person I've never met, I've never worked with, but yet I watch and I'll be like, yeah, that's the guy right there. That's, that's who I am. Because he, I'm telling you, what, lo que me cae bien is that he's just, he doesn't do all that social media shit. He does it every once in a while, like myself. I'm not a whore on that shit. You know, I, every thing I do is with an intent, right? It's not just, I don't just put shit out just to put shit out. Um, yeah, and I'm really thoughtful about moves that I make, and he is too, dog. And I'm a fuck, obviously. If you know Bill Burr, he's blowing up. Fool. He's on Disney now. These are goals that I want to meet. That one that I, I want to reach, 
right? He's like on Disney and he's making movies and he's Hollywood and he's not Hollywood and he's underground and he's famous and he's not famous. He's everything, bro. Like, dude, it's that fail way. You know, everything, bro, is the shit, dog. So I think I'm talking too much about Bill Burr. <laughs> uh, but that's how I feel. And, and uh, what I'm trying to tell you is like, I appreciate that because when I get that kind of love from you, uh, as listeners and followers of my podcast, it, it means a lot. That's why That's why it means a lot because that's how I feel about Bill Burr. So, like, I don't take that for granted, fellas. I don't. Uh, Steve Carrillo. So, is that Steve Carrillo? Is that who, the same person? Yeah, Steve Carrillo. Shout out to you, compa. Thanks for, for listening. Thanks for having me as one of your top podcast listens. From I got another one here. Daniel Hernandez. Same stuff he also posted up. Top uh, podcast. I'm number four on that one behind Joe Rogan and others. Uh, send me a shout out, carnal. Hope you're feeling better, bro. Con la rona, no hugging the trannies. Just kidding. What was her name again? Asking for a friend. Oh, the, the, the trans, the, you can't say tranny no more. First of all, I learned that the hard way. Second of all, uh, transgender. Uh, yeah, I was talking about Carmen Carrera and I think it was Arona talking a lot, but yo, man, Carmen Carrera, doc, I'm telling you, man, guys, guys, <laughs> peep her out, fool. And then, and then come talk shit and then come talk shit. You know, we had this conversation on American wannabes, bro. Like, yeah, we we're all manly. I'm not questioning my sexuality. I know what I'm into. But then I see Carmen Carrera, and they're like, she's a transgender. I'm like, wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Hey, dude. It's where we're at right now, fool. Que se va a hacer, wey? Why? 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 Why be the fucking asshole, fool? If you know, if you see uh, a transgender that's looking fucking prime like that, it's not, you know. Again, it's not my thing. It's not my thing, but you got to give props or props ref. Was all I'm saying, fool. That's all I'm saying. It's like... Seeing a transgender ma- uh, woman who turns into a man, if he looks manly as shit, dog, and he's at the bar and he squares up, you know, I'm going to be like, hey, man, fuck you, dude, you're scary. You're intimidating, fool. I will walk away, sir. I will walk away. You can have this night. Uh, you can have this one. And they'll be like, but he's a transgender, fool. Like, it's not a real, like, it's just, he was a, she was a woman not too long ago. I get it, but that does not look like a woman to me, dog. That looks like a man, man. And a man that can whoop the shit of me, fool. So I will walk away and I will let him have his bar stool uh, and that I apparently mistakenly took. So have a good evening, sir. And um, yeah, exactly, fool. Same way. That's the, that's the same, you know, world that we live in. All right. Let me see here. I mean, I mean, I'm at 30 minutes already, fool. Should I just keep going? Because I was going to take a break. It's already 11 o'clock. I was going to start watching the um, the next game here. Uh, Shout-outs to... Uh, oh, I want to give a special shout-out to my boy, Jesus Sepulveda. I know he's kind of keeping this in a low, but but he just... Ha- I, I don't give a fuck if he's keeping this a secret, dog. Que, que se enoje conmigo. I don't give a fuck. But my boy just became a father last week, dog. And I want to fucking congratulate him and hug him and love him. And just so happy for him to finally, he's a father for the first time. Jesus Sepulveda, give him a little DM shout out. 
don't tell them Christian told you. Don't tell them I told you, dog. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's why we haven't met with American wannabes, bro. Our lives, our worlds have really been like going so far from each other right now in a good way, dog, with blessings, fool. So uh, we're not going to meet with American wannabes, I don't think, for the rest of the year. I'm, we're pretty much taking the rest of the year off, guys. Uh, so if you're a Patreon listener, we are going to uh, start like, deactivating that so you don't get charged any longer if you're on patreon we don't want to obviously be taking your money if we're not producing any content for you of course so we're working on that for this month of december i believe we're going to deactivate that um and then we're hopefully maybe planning to come back sometime in i don't know when to be honest with you but it's the yeah i think look like american wannabes we're gonna go on hiatus for a while guys and I'm, i'm really sad to say that but it's like leaving us no choice right now. Um, Jesus doesn't live with me anymore. He's moved out. He's pretty far. He lives in Northridge now. Christian's, you know, Christian is Christian. Christian's trying to get out there as much as he can too, trying to do some shows with other people as well besides us. And my, me, I'm doing my own thing, as you guys know, man. So it's it's gonna, it's really, really difficult, harder and harder to get together, especially now with a newborn for Jesus. It's going to be even harder, fool. So... Uh, he's got another podcast that he's starting off to. Uh, so you definitely check him out on that. And uh, we're figuring out. We we actually got some shows, though. Jesus and I, we got some shows. We're, this Friday, we're going to be at the Mic Drop in San Diego. This Friday, Jesus, Christian, and myself. We're even bringing Raul, dog. This Friday night, 10.30 show. 10.30 show, San Diego, California, the Mic Drop. Come check us out. Tickets are only like 15 bucks, fool. So come on. No, no, my main way. If you're free this Friday night, Claremont Mesa area of San Diego, come check us out, fool. We'll be there. And uh, yeah, so come say what's up, fool. Uh, then Jesus and I, we just added Arizona Stand Up Live. Stand Up Live, Phoenix, Arizona. Jesus, myself, Christian, we're also going to be there. So at that time, we're probably going to record some shit, maybe do some stuff. We're working on that. We're talking about that. So hopefully we'll, we'll be able to drop a couple more little episodes, short ones at least, and uh, that we'll be able to, to uh, you know, do that. So we're not completely done. We're just trying to figure shit out, and we'll be on hiatus for a little bit. Uh, but we're not going to be meeting as often as possible. So that's the only thing I can tell you. And so please stick with us on that, fool. But in the meantime, you can listen to my punk ass right here, anytime, every week, a huevo, sin falta, cabrones, sin falta, wey. All right? Uh, Jesus and I are also working on Los Toxicos. We're, we're still rolling with Los Toxicos, with Concrete, Jay Valentino. We got shows for that. Visalia, California, December 16th, Fox Theater, Visalia, Los Toxicos with Frankie J, compa. Come check us out, fool. We're going to be right there. And then we just added another show, Fullerton at El Malecón. El Malecón nightclub, Los Toxicos, December 29, Fullerton, California, dog. So, yeah, so there's definitely places you guys come check us out. Jesus and I will be together along with Concrete and Jay Valentino. Uh, Rene Vaca is going to join us December 29th at El Malecón. Another motherfucker was blowing up to... Uh, happy to see that motherfucker doing this thing. Um, so yeah, we're we're staying busy, dog. We're doing our thing, and we've got other shows lined up for 2023 already. We're looking at we're coming back to Yuma, El Centro, uh, in January, late January, and we got other shows, man. All right, 
Uh, I just signed up, signed up a deal for myself to go to Midland, Texas, dog. I'll be in Midland, Texas, February 10th. February 10th, Midland, Texas. Fool, agarrense, cabrones. Agarrense, anyway. So, yeah, start, shit's starting to um, move on again. All right? All right, let me see if I get a couple more shout-outs before we wrap this bitch up. Uh, all right, anyway. Yeah, dead air, man. Dead air. Uh, what is this? Uh, who's it? Adam Angel De Leon. Shout-outs to you, compa. Another awesome podcast episode, compa. Get well soon. You'll get the next big role. Vato, I would love to be a writer for a sitcom one day. Keep me in mind. Laugh out loud. Take care. Compa, a huevo, wey. A huevo. Thank you, bro. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah, he's uh, it's telling me because uh, I, mean, I didn't get the part at this. And a lot of people were like checking in like, hey, wey, you sounded aguitado. And I was, fool. But, you know, it is what it is, doc. Uh, I've moved on. I'm good. And uh, I'm excited for what's coming next. And yeah, for just, I appreciate you motherfuckers for sure, man. I appreciate you uh, letting me vent and cry a little bit with you guys. Uh, but a lot more shit, man. I, I, I always get a cool little people looking out and phone calls and auditions and stuff like that. And we'll see what happens. I would kick away. As far as being a, a sitcom writer, I don't know how serious you're all about that but you are man definitely encourage it if you want to be a sitcom writer fool you want to start writing your own original ideas now do like short little shit like one thing somebody told me to do it now i've never done it <laughs> i've never done it but it sounds dope to pick a favorite tv show of yours anyone the office friends simpsons family guy whatever the fuck that you love that you watch uh, religiously and try and write a sick uh, an episode of that show and that's great practice because you are familiar with that show you know those characters of uh, um, voices and you can write and so try and write an episode uh, of one of your favorite shows and that's great practice now that could turn into something if you feel it actually is a dope ass episode you can actually turn it in you can try and submit that episode to those people how exactly i'm not sure but i'm sure there's a will in the way for it and then you 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 write the the episode if you think it's fucking bad great or so whatever you can turn it in if you notice a lot of these these shows on the credits when you see the writer it's a different writer every episode fool uh what happens is that it's a group of writers though like it's like 10 15 i wrote i learned this from the lopez versus lopez it's basically like 10, 15 writers, and they take turns being the lead writer of that episode. So that person is a, t- takes c- l- the, the lead on it. So now, with that said, it doesn't necessarily have to be one of those 10, 15 people to be the head writer. For they, can gra- they can get one from outside, and they can buy it, purchase it, look at it, check it out, whatever the fuck. If you're that talented, if you're that skilled, if you have that, that what it takes... Do it, dog. I would do it. I, that's something I always wanted to do. So, to be honest, with you, I don't have the confidence in myself, fool. Uh, but it's one of those things where, like, you know what? I got to try this shit one time, fool, at least for practice and see where it goes. And, uh, you know, something, it, it, would be, it would be really awesome to do. We'll see. Maybe 2023. We'll never know. We'll never know. All right, let me see if I find more shout outs before I wrap this up here. But shout out to Adam, Adam, Anakil. De Leon. That's a lot of fucking names, compa. 
All right, let me see here. Uh, who we got here? Oh, there's something now. Uh, I think that's it, dude, from the screenshots that I see here. Um, yeah, man. Uh, still building a house in Mexico, man. It's almost... It's, it's, I, I, man, dude, it's, what's going on right now is that... Uh, the the interior is being worked on right now. The interior, which includes obviously the windows, the doors, the floors, the flooring, the tile. We do tile. We do tile. Uh, the plumbing, the uh, the electrical. That man, fuck, dude. They started sending me mo- like quotes on all that shit. Fuck, dog. It was like five to seven thousand, and they want like most of it. And I was like, fuck, most of it, dude. Like, at least three to 4,000 to start. So I was like, oh, man, that, like, that one hurt. I was like, huh. Because I've been, like I said, I've been sending about 1,000 to 2,000 a month, depending how I'm doing, you know, with, with Feria, way. So when they asked for three to 4,000 in December, where I'm like, oh, December, fool, like, Oh, pues para empezar ahorita en diciembre queremos empezar con todo eso para ya terminar ahorita en enero. And I'm just like, oh, con papos tres, you know. And so I've been kind of like stressing out about that, but it's just like shit, like, oh man, I don't want to pay that. I don't want to pay. I don't want to pay 4,000 at one fucking time, you know. So, yeah, so I've been sending them like 500 here, 1,000 here, but like weekly now, fool. And so it's starting to like, Hurt the little bankroll there, the little savings, and I'm just so I'm just like, all right, easy guys, easy. Let's take it easy here. And but yeah, what I'm trying to say is that's been kind of like, oh, yeah. I just I want to be done with this, man. I want to be done. I look at my parents, fool. Ya se me están acabando, wey. Ya están viejitos, wey. They're older. They're slower. Uh, my mom's doing good from her shoulder. Uh, it was a hairline fracture, as a matter of fact, and so they just. You know, give her some sling and some stuff to just. She says it's just gonna. They say it's just gonna take time and be careful, and they'll be chickening on her. There's not much to do. No surgery needed. And um, yeah, we'll go from there, fool. We'll go from there. Uh I think that's it, man. I'm gonna wrap it up right here, fool. A uh, little bit of maybe a little sports minute. How about that? How about that? Little sports minute. Uh, we lost Trey Turner. Yesterday, uh, he went off to the Phillies, Philadelphia Phillies, where, you know, I heard it sucks, but it's better than him going to the Padres, man. When the Padres rumors started com- coming up this weekend, that kind of upset me, bro. I was really upset about that because this motherfucker, as I was talked about, either playing for the East Coast team where he's from and wants to go or the Dodgers where he's come, you know, he's spent some time and likes it here. For him to, like, you know, consider the Padres and meet with them twice and be close to signing him. It's fucked up, bro. That's that's fucked up. That that did not sit well with me, fool. Uh, because he's going against everything he's ever said. Like not only staying in the West Coast where he said he didn't really intend to stay, but go to the Dodgers rival, bro, a team that just knocked us out of the playoffs. It just shows that we ain't shit to you, fool. Like we ain't shit, dog. And that's fucked up. That's fu- that. That just left a bad taste on your mouth, though. It just it, it didn't feel right, dog. For him to even consider the Padres, fool. Um, fortunately, the Phillies stepped up and overpaid. Eleven years, dog. No, my man's way. Eleven years, three hundred mil, 
good luck with that, fool. You know, those those contracts are just, and I get it, you know, it's business, you know, these are professionals, whatever the fuck you want to call it, doc. It's not my money. I get all that, fool. But for me, doc, 10, 11, 12-year contracts, fool, are so bad contracts. I'm just lucky, happy, not lucky, I'm happy that my franchises that I root for, the Dodgers and the Lakers and shit like that, they, they're not about that life, fool. And we shouldn't be. We should not. And somebody on the sports radio said it right. I think it was Dan Patrick. He's like, it's because these teams have to overpay because they don't want to go there. So like the Texas Rangers who got Jacob DeGrom, you know, for five years, they have to overpay. The Dodgers don't have to overpay. They don't. You know, these are places that sell themselves. You know, the the climate, you know, the Hollywood, everything. For You have it here, you know. You don't have to overpay players to come over here. And that's I'm good. I'm glad that we realize that and we know that and we stand by that. Because man, I would never want to give anybody 10 years. You know, I, I considered it for, for Trey Turner just because he's like 28 years old. So 10 years still puts him at 38. But even after he turns like 33, not 34, 35 is when that oh, you can start regrading that contract for. So, anyways, good luck to him, bro. Que le vaya bonito, wey. Chinga su madre, wey. It does leave us with a big hole at shortstop and in our lineup. It does. Man, look, listen. I'm willing to sacrifice 2023, dog, and not do a, any crazy moves as long as we get Otani in 2024, dog. We get Otani in 2024, dog, and that friend we throw the bank at that fool, dog. I'll be okay with this. But if we don't do shit in, for 2023, have a subpar season, get knocked out of the playoffs again, and not get Otani in 2024, this is going to be horrible situation, dog. Horrible. Fool. But we'll see, dog. You just got to trust and hopefully everything falls into place, dog. Other than that, the Lakers. I've been watching a lot of Laker games lately, especially because I was sick last week, full in bed. So I got to see like three Laker games. Fool. The one that they should have won against Indiana. That oh my god, they lost the last second shot. I was literally in my deathbed watching this from my deathbed. Uh, that was like a Monday or Tuesday game when I was feeling my worst. The uh, Lakers were playing Indiana Pacers when they were winning by like 16, 17 points, and they lost by a last second three pointer at the buzzer. They should never been in that situation. And these fucking Pacers stole the game from them, fool. That one hurt. But we've been playing great basketball before that and since then. And uh, that's all we asked for. Like, I, I know everyone lo- lo- loves to hate on the Lakers and knock the Lakers down and say James is old, 38 and fucking AD is always fucking hurt. And trust me, I get that. I, I say that all the time, fool. But I look at this team, bro. And I see a playoff team. I see a team that can do some real damage in the playoffs. And we are missing one more key piece. We need a shooter, obviously, a shooter and a stop defender, bro. We need a wing player, somebody that's going to do a lot of extra things for us besides three-pointers. We need somebody that's going to get some rebounds and play some lockdown defense. I know who that person is. I have no idea how they can get this person. But we do need something like that, a big piece. Uh, a role player, a key role player is what we need because we have the two superstars. We have other role players, but we need that key role player, dog. And uh, I, I'm, what I'm trying to tell you is that I see good. I see goodness in this team for the playoffs. So just get us in the playoffs. I'll even take the eighth seed, you know. I don't want to play in the, in the playing games. Fuck the playing games. That I want the eighth 
or whatever, the, the, the seed that gets us in the playoffs. Because once we're in the playoffs with a few days rest in between before the playoffs start, I think we could really do some fucking damage, bro. Um, and we'll see, dog. I, I'm, I'm not as down on the Lakers anymore. It was looking really bad that first week, first few weeks. Horrible. Even I was ready to jump ship and just call it a year. But they've really shown a lot. For They've shown a lot, and especially AD, bro. Anthony Davis plays like he's supposed to play. Bro, and with LeBron, dog, I mean, and like I've said this every year. Anytime you have LeBron James on your team, you have a chance of winning, fool. It's that simple. LeBron James is that person, fool. He's the Tom Brady, dog. He's that person. I don't give a shit how old he is. As long as he's healthy and playing at his caliber, dog, where he feels he can play, we have a shot to take it down, bro. I'm telling you, dog, is LeBron James once-in-a-lifetime type of player. And we have him wearing the purple and gold, bro. Like, it's that simple, fool. That simple. And you add a player like uh, Anthony Davis next to him, fool, and a fucking Westbrook that does something right sometimes, I think we'll be fine, dog. And then you add a few more role players that are going to do all the dirty work, dog, we'll be good, fool. All right? And uh, we can upset some motherfuckers. We can beat the Phoenix Suns. We can beat the Warriors if we get our shit together in the playoffs, fool. And it just it takes. It's it's just saying it's hard to beat LeBron James in a series, dog. It's just difficult to do. It's not an easy. It's like beating Tom Brady in the playoffs, dog. Yeah, their team is fucking what six and seven or whatever the hell they're at right now. But you put that fool in the playoffs, dog. It's a different ball game, bro. That's all I'm saying. All right. All right. I'm going to leave it at that. 50 minutes. Yeah, we me pase, we. That's about it. I'll wrap it there, guys. Uh, I hope you guys have a great rest of the week, fool. Uh, and uh, yeah, like I said, I got a bunch of shows coming up locally, especially locally. I got Visalia, California, December 16th. Fullerton, California, December 29th. All right. We got San Diego this Friday, bro. This Friday, December 9th. Check me out there, fool. Uh, and then uh, uh, Phoenix, Arizona, January, uh, what is it, 5th, I believe? January 5th? It's a Thursday night. Yes. January 5th, Phoenix, Arizona. Please, please, guys, check us out there. All right. I'm out, dude. I'm Jerry G. You guys have a great rest of the week, man. Hey.